Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I am Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And today, I'm, we're very, very excited. We're on the edge of our seats because we've been waiting months for this episode. Months, months, years. And, uh, year, yeah, almost years. We, um, Damien, I would like you to start introducing our special guest for today because I think right. uh, you know she's very special to us in our profession, and but uh, she's changed the world um, with her knowledge, and uh, she's going to change a lot of people's lives tonight. Absolutely. Well, Jen's particularly special to me. Um, our, our special guest tonight, Jen Baron Floriani, very special to me. I worked, had the pleasure of working with Simon and Jen uh, for the first few years of my career in chiropractic. Um, they influenced the uh, the way in which I approached uh, chiropractic care and and, and helping uh, many people with uh, with lifestyle choices and decisions and also influenced the way in which I decided to study uh, in chiropractic because I met Simon and Jen very, very early in my chiropractic studies and uh, so they inspired me to, to keep on doing what I was doing. So it's with absolute great pleasure that we, we bring uh, Jen Baron Floriani to all of the Wellness Guys uh, followers and listeners because she's a, a wealth of information and knowledge about, you know, not only babies and pregnancy but just general health care and well-being. So welcome tonight, Jen. Thank you, Damien. Thank you. And thanks, Brett and Lawrence, for having me. It's our pleasure. It's so good, Jen. So, uh, look, there's so many people that'll be out there just who are already in awe of the work that you do, and just love everything that you you talk about, everything you write about, your books. You know, I mean, the books certainly well adjusted babies is an absolute game changer that really put pediatric chiropractic uh, right on the map. Uh, I think both in Australia, New Zealand, and possibly also in the U.S. Now we're seeing it in the U.S. Uh, so you really that that was an absolute game changer. It really changed everything for chiropractic and the relevance of pediatric chiropractic care um, for, for pretty much for chiropractic worldwide. So how did you actually get into that, Jen? Where did you come from? How did, how did you get blessed with so much talent? <laughs> You're very kind. Um, Damien, some of you might be aware I grew up with chiropractic. So I was a chiropractic baby. I grew up in a large chiropractic family. And, um, you know, we had a home practice. So even when I was tiny, I would be roaming around my parents' practice, watching people being adjusted and um, just had this phenomenal love for what chiropractic offered as a lifestyle. And I remember at a very young age wanting to be two things when I grew up and that was to be a chiropractor and to be a writer. And um, so, you know, I guess I'm, I'm doing that now, which is, which is great to be living a life of purpose. So I feel very blessed about that. Well, Jen, like we love your book, and uh, I know my wife and I had your have your book like as a Bible. We I call it the Bible, uh, the pregnancy Bible, um, because I really do give it to all my clients, uh, you know, that are pregnant, because I think it's a must read for everybody. And today's topic is is really interesting because a lot of people have been asking us for months now on Facebook, uh, telling asking because they want to get conceived, they want to conceive, they want to have a baby, but they want to make sure that they do it right. You know, most people's conception about uh, you know birth and pregnancy they think about all that stuff after they get pregnant they go oh yes. you know oh crap i gotta do something about it i gotta get healthy yeah. but i think what we need to do is we need to start thinking about before conception even occurs and today's topic is about um what we need to do from from before birth or before conception and some of the things and some of the tips that you're going to give us is going to enhance people's lives because it's you know really gearing towards 
change in health and well-being to help them better prepare to actually have better babies. So Jen, let's start off with the first question. What are your top things about preconception? Like what are some of the things that you've come across with your clients regards to preconception? Some of the problems they might be having with infertility. Um, you want to address some of those issues? Yeah, sure. Um, and, and like you guys, you know, I love it when a couple think in advance about what can we do to, you know, to be at the peak of our health because they want to conceive in a few months' time. And, you know, that's such a wonderful place to start because with our modern lifestyle, you know, there's so many factors that compromise our health that many of us don't even realise. Um, and so there's lots of different things that, you know, as chiropractors, we're very blessed to talk to couples about. Um, and fertility challenges is now, you know, it's such a big thing when we look at the statistics um, of couples who've been trying to get pregnant and haven't had a great success. You know, it's 13 to 18% of all couples worldwide. And then, um, you know, so my point with that is I love it that couples who haven't even really um, started uh, proactively wanting to conceive, when they're asking those questions of, okay, what do I do? What do we do to become healthy? I think that's a really important place to start rather than getting to that point of being disillusioned and distressed about not being able to conceive. Um, really taking that proactive stance well in advance is, is a great start. Yeah, because it's not even really about the ability to conceive, is it? It's about actually just having a healthy preparation. Like regardless of, you know, whether there's a conception issue there or not, it's about preparing yourselves in a way um, that you're going to give this baby the best chance of, of being healthy and having a healthy life from there. So, you know, I think it's about thinking about it from a more wellness perspective. It's not just about, well, can we conceive or not? It's actually about creating a healthy environment. That's right. And being, you know, being proactive with that. So I guess if a couple who are listening to this, you know, are having fertility challenges, then, you know, taking a step back and seeing that as a blessing to really get their health on track and to, you know, to see it as an opportunity to, to strengthen their health um, because, you know, if they get on top of all of the, the different facets involved there, then, um, you know, that can lead to potentially more um, opportunity for a natural conception, for a healthier pregnancy, you know, a pregnancy that's uh, doesn't have the complications and, and births potentially that hopefully don't have the complications involved simply because the couple are a lot healthier than they were previously. So, I mean, most of the, the, the problems people see has always been geared towards women, unfortunately. It's always like, you know, a lot of the preconceptions, you know, when fertility problems are always kind of say it's the women's issues and there's always things. That, but I think the guys, guys who are listening, you got to step up as well. We got to start right. being proactive yeah. and say, you know, it could, it's a 50 50 thing, right? So it's a, it's a partnership. Exactly. So there's just as much chance. Um, you know, a lot of couples may think that if the, if the female gets pregnant and she miscarries, um, and she may miscarry, unfortunately, a few times. Sometimes there's that misconception that, well, um, you know, if I, if I can get the, the female partner pregnant, then it's not my issue as the male. And that's a major misconception. And that's something that research is now showing time and time again, that regardless of whether the woman gets pregnant or not, if she's miscarrying repeatedly, then there is more likely to be a problem with the sperm. And sperm's really fragile. So again, there's lots of topics for both males and females to address to get into that, um, you know, peak level of health, so that they're more likely to conceive. For sure. And so, like, if we if we're now saying, Jen, that it's both a male and a female problem, and traditionally it's always been, 
such that uh, the communication's been well, the, the, the female partner's got to go off and have all this raft of tests and have all the ultrasounds and all the bits and pieces stuck up her and investigated, yep. all these sorts of things. She goes through hell and back. What we're saying now yep. is that it's also up to the guy to go and get all checked out um, and to make sure that he's also doing things right. Or can we just say, guys, why don't you just aim to get as healthy as you possibly can? And is that enough? Well, um, Damien, I would certainly recommend that both the male and the female have, um, you know, if, if they are having trouble conceiving, then both the male and female to go and have some tests done to see if there's anything, um, you know, structurally that might be creating the issue. But then sure. even if those tests are negative, to look further than that, you know, to be proactive, to, to see different wellness practitioners, you know, perhaps a naturopath can help them organise um, blood tests, urine tests, or hair analysis to see if they're, you know, if they've got heavy metal traces, if they're really deficient in certain vitamins and minerals. Because often, yeah. you know, we we spend so many years trying not to get pregnant, and there's really uh, strong hormonal contraceptives out there that can cause a lot of deficiencies for women. And so, yeah. when they want to then conceive, we need to put in place. Um, you know, perhaps naturopathic herbs or Chinese herbs that just help the body to replenish so that it is then able to more easily conceive and get back on track. So getting a lot of those different tests done um, and then, you know, using the, the skill and the wisdom of naturopaths or Chinese med practitioners if they need to do detoxes, if they do need to replenish any of those vitamins and minerals. But also, um, you know, as far as chiropractic is concerned, what we're, what we're seeing now is as we're having our babies or choosing to have our babies at a much later age, what we know is that the number of non-growing follicles for women by the time we're 30 is down to 10%. So wow. there's not a lot of follicles there that are the ones that are, you know, happy and ready to um, potentially conceive. By the time a woman's 40, that drops down to 3% which wow. is really disheartening for couples. And so as a chiropractor, my, my big point with that statistic is, okay, imagine then if there was some kind of nerve dysfunction that may be compromising the health of those remaining follicles. So it's really important then for a couple to make sure, okay, is my body functioning the best that it can regardless of what age I am? Am yeah. I you know, combating the modern lifestyle or the different choices I've made to date with contraception, um, all of those things, and using the skill of a number of practitioners. Yeah. So, um, no, so Jen, really what we want to cover here is that lifestyle stuff then, because that's going to be really important for our listeners. And, and I think if we can sort of cover that from the perspective of, of diet and then exercise and then also mindset, that's going to be really important. So sure, if we look at the, the dietary side of things, I mean, what are the key things you see with people who are having issues in this area in terms yeah. of, you know, what are the key deficiencies that can be responsible and, and what are the key toxicities that can have an effect there as well? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, nutrition uh, from a you know a macro perspective of what we what we eat day in day out, and then um, what we were talking about before from a micro level, which might be from um, contraception, it might be from um, ongoing chronic stress, and those sorts of things. I guess are two different topics. If I if I talk specifically first about food, and um, you know we live in a day where there's just a lot of misconceptions about food and typically we eat um, you know really refined foods that have lost a lot of their nutrition we focus on low-fat foods and 
And a lot of the time what we see is that those foods are really compromised and they also influence insulin. And as you guys probably are aware, insulin is one of those things that if it's um, you know, elevated in the body, then it really does affect the hormones. And for um, you know, a couple wanting to conceive, if there are certain things in their diet that are influencing their hormones, um, then that's a big, a big factor to consider. So I would certainly recommend steering a couple towards eating real foods, um, you know, foods that are as close to their natural state as possible, full fat foods, um, foods that um, you know, aren't high on the glycemic index, which will create all sorts of problems with insulin there. And, and again, trying to eat the best quality foods that we can. And a point here is, um, you know, prioritizing organic food as much as possible. And some people might think, well, you know, do we really need to do that? And when it comes to wanting to conceive or fertility challenges, organic food really does need to be a priority rather than thinking of it as a luxury because the pesticides that we find on commercial fruit and veg, for example, um, also influence our hormone system just because of, um, you know, the way that the body has to then try and tackle those pesticides. And there's lots of research to show that the, you know, the pesticides that are on fruit and vegetables really do influence hormones. So again, organic food isn't a luxury. It's something that's integral for health. It's crucial. And so, um, yeah, and crucial. And, you know, a point there might be, okay, um, using resources like the Environmental Working Group, they have a chart that lists the uh, fruit and veg that have the most or the highest level of pesticides. So if you can't buy everything organic, and that's fine because sometimes it's not available and sometimes, you know, we, we, we simply can't, but moving towards having a large percentage of our diet that is organic and then, um, you know, with that, as much of the food that we fill our fridge and fill our pantry with and making it real food because that then is something that really supports health. Yeah, and that's so, it. Yeah. Th that's such a good point, Jen. And look, we, we do talk about food a lot and, uh, and yeah. we've spoken about all extremes from paleo uh, through to primal, through to uh, vegetarianism, to veganism. There's a whole host of, and a whole raft of different things there. And recently yeah. you've been working with Chef Kate and, um, and Theresa Kerr in the construction of your new amazing book, uh, which is totally unique no one else has ever seen yep. anything like this before it's incredible uh, but what are the what are the sorts of things that you talk about in there because obviously you've got a, a big mix of different types of foods what sort of food recommendations have you found that have benefited people who are say let's say fertility challenged sure i mean that that particular book damien is lunchbox solutions and, and what we've tried to do there is give people a lot of ideas on to how to make lunch something um that you plan, you know. So again, it's it's an important meal in the day that we that we use to um, to build up the strength of our body, and, and in particular with our children, you know, we can't expect them to concentrate well at school, um, you know, or have great behaviour if we're just offering them processed foods. So a lot of the focus with lunchbox solutions is exactly what I was talking about before. You know, less refined foods, more real foods, and. Um, we give lots of ideas on, on how to move a family, whether that's a couple or whether it is a couple who have children, but moving them towards a lot of those wholesome principles. And again, lots of great recipes that, um, you know, use, use real foods. So, um, and, and with the topic of fertility challenges here, is that, um, you know, things like trans fats, which, goodness, we find them in, you know, in all packaged and processed foods, trans fats again influence insulin. 
And, you know, so when we're thinking about wanting to conceive, um, moving away from those damaged kinds of fats, which will ultimately influence our hormone system, and using, um, you know, good fats, because good fats, um, they're so positive for ovulation and for fertility and all of those things, that again, if we're eating wholesome, real foods, then we'll get good fats, you know, from, um, from fish and from nuts and seeds and good oils like coconut oils and avocado and all of those great foods mm. are what's important for not only a fertility challenge couple or a couple wanting to conceive, but for all of us. Yeah, that's right. So it, it is all about getting the body as healthy as possible, isn't it? It's not just, yeah. you know, let's, let's, you know, we're not focusing just on pre, preconception care or getting pregnant or, or whatever. We're actually trying to make, make ourselves superhuman beings. That's what we're trying to do, right? That's right. And because if we're eating real food, Damien, you know, you know this better than anyone, that your body then registers that as, it as a food and we're satisfied. But if we're eating processed foods that you know, don't have um, have good natural fats. intelligence. Yeah. yeah, actual intelligence about them. Then it's it's our natural instinct to just keep foraging away for food because we're not satisfied and our body hasn't had its needs met. And you know, to link back to fertility, then if we're eating crap foods, bad foods, we're going to keep wanting to eat them, and that's what then creates you know um, us being overweight and obesity. And couples who are overweight they have such a uh, reduced likelihood of becoming fertile and and if they're again using you know assisted reproductive therapies but they're obese or they're overweight then in many regards it's a lost cause because their body is just not going to um, be able to really take on those processes because it's struggling that's right hey Jen you know what also is interesting these days and uh, look, I've, I've got a bit of personal experience with this, and certainly through my family and other members of my family. Um, yeah. We've seen fertility struggles even with really healthy people. So the people so, haven't been able to fall pregnant. They seem to do everything right. They don't yeah. drink alcohol. They don't smoke. They exercise. Um, they manage their stress. So some people try to do all of these things, and still they can't get one to stick. And if they do get one to stick, it might not stick for a long time. So yeah. what, are the, what sort of things... What, re what resources can people go to or turn to or where can they find information about that? Yeah. Um, look, I mean, uh, just to backtrack with your point there, you mentioned, you know, that they're couples who, who are, are doing everything right and, and I certainly am working with a lot of those. For those of um, the listeners who aren't aware, certainly things like smoking and caffeine and alcohol, all of those things that you mentioned, Damien, um, have a dramatic effect on fertility because they um, create what's known as oxidative stress, which damages the way that, you know, basically the sperm and the, and the ovum interact. So they are factors that a couple who are wanting to increase their health prior to conception would need to address. And what I like to think about here is often there's couples who, um, you know, they're really good during the, the working week. They, um, they exercise a lot. Sometimes they may exercise too much. They look really fit and healthy. Um, and what this may mean is that they're actually skipping meals. They're drinking lots of coffee. They're running on adrenaline. They're adrenally exhausted. Um, and, you know, they live this kind of high-paced or fast-paced life during the week and then on a weekend to relax, that's when they kick into drinking lots of red wine and, you know, trying to relax and they might indulge with party drugs every so often. And so what seems to be this week where they're really, um, 
you know, disciplined with what they do. There's a lot of um, stress involved just with that kind of lifestyle. So I guess it's important to clarify whether a couple just actually look healthy because when you dig a little bit deeper, they may not be looking after themselves as well as they could. Um, their self-care may not be there. And that may just be because they need to potentially talk to or work with wellness practitioners who can help them um, look at some of those lifestyle factors. And then to get back to your point, there are, you know, there are couples who are doing so many things right and yet still struggling to conceive. And, you know, I work with some of these couples and that really does break my heart. And there's things, again, that differ for every single couple. And so sometimes, um, you know, it may be important to address whether they've previously had exposure to heavy metals like we talked about before um, yep. and whether that needs to be addressed. Perhaps yep. uh, one of the couples does need to go through a bit of a rigorous detox process and, yep. um, and address that. Sometimes, um, you know, there may be emotional issues involved and there's some wonderful, um, you know, resources available there. Um, again, you know, it's tricky to know unless you, you have that individual couple in front of you to, to look at some of those particular things. Um, but, you know, again, addressing, we, we all handle stress differently. And so it's important to really sit with the couple and get them to consider where they're starting. You know, how would they measure their health? Uh, from a physical, emotional and, and chemical perspective and get them to start asking some of those really important good questions. Yeah, I mean, it's so true though because I mean, so many people out there are, I mean, there are people out there that I know are doing everything right, like, you know, in, in terms of, you know, what we talk about and what we preach about and um, and unfortunately still, you know, are having some troubles with regards to fertility. Now, we look at health and wellness as from a, a, from a three different well four guess different perspective we talk about the mental aspect we talk yeah. about the food aspect we talk about you know the exercise movement perspective and there's also the toxicity which you kind of addressed there too as well so we we touched a lot on, on the food aspect but they, we may not have you know people may not think about exercise because they focus so much on their food like they said i'm eating this particular uh, lifestyle and i'm doing this well but they're not actually exercising or they're not moving their bodies the way they're supposed to or they're not thinking right. So can we, let's talk a little bit about exercise. What kind of um, movement exercises would you recommend for couples out there that are sort of heading towards that preconception stage? You know, is there something specific or what type of activity that you would recommend or just get active? Well, I mean, we could use that umbrella of get active, which for most of us is, you know, is the answer. It's so important. And yet when it comes to fertility challenges, um, you know, there are a few other factors to consider. For instance, with, with sperm being so fragile, then certain um, exercises or, you know, um, habits like that can create stress as well. For example, what I mean is with sperm being fragile, any particular exercise that increases the heat in that region consistently, and I'm talking about, you know, males who might be doing um, triathlons, one, one after the other after the other, and or cyclists who are constantly wearing, um, you know, clothing that creates a lot of heat in that genitalia area. There's research to talk about that maybe that creates um, compromise with the sperm because you're increasing that part of the core body temperature. It's similar to research that talked about 
um, you know, in a lot of the, the colder countries where they used spas a lot mm. and, and the links there that they've had with that same kind of thing of increasing that part of the core temperature. So if you're really um, struggling to conceive and you're really disciplined in some particular forms of exercise, then perhaps get some advice on that. And there may be other forms of exercise that you could do to balance that out. Um, I know that certain um, women that I've worked with as well are really hardcore with their exercise and potentially they're exercising too much, mm. which again is something that the literature supports. So there's a fine balance for couples who are struggling to conceive. We certainly don't want them to be overweight or obese and we don't want them to be way down the other end uh, where they're really addicted to hard um, hardcore exercise. There needs to be, you know, coming back a little bit and... Um, you know, doing a balance there, yoga and stretching and, and certainly cardio, um, but strength work as well, rather than one or two main streams of exercise. Mm. Yeah. Does that answer that question? Yeah, definitely. absolutely. And, and I can relate to that, Jen, because I know recently I borrowed some bikes from the Adelaide Council and they didn't have the most comfortable seats. And <laughs> I reckon by the end of the day, I felt like I may have impacted on my ability to conceive. <laughs> clearly not, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> so, uh, Jen, we spoke before a fair bit about the, about the stress side of things and I guess how you know, emotional issues can get in the way of conception. Um, it might be nice to talk about the other side of that, which is you know, what sort of, how can we go about creating the right mindset to get yourself in the frame for um, you know, for conception and pregnancy and all those sort of things. You know, what can you do to proactively, I guess, work on the mindset stuff? If you're having a fertility challenge, you mean? Or well, just perhaps down. even beforehand. Yeah. Um, just if you're deciding that you might like to go down that path and, and, you know, how can you start preparing and start getting yourself ready for whatever that yeah, process sure. might be? And I guess, you know, I mean, as, as chiropractors, we've seen time and time again how people who start chiropractic care, they, with you know, often within a few sort of weeks, they will make comments to you of, oh, I just feel so much more relaxed. I feel more centered. And that's, um, you know, helping people get more in tune with their bodies. So chiropractic is certainly one way there where we just help our bodies from that, you know, physical and emotional perspective. In addition to that, um, you know, there are wonderful books out there that just help us move back into gratitude. You know, we live our life at such a fast pace that sometimes it's really important to make sure that we're reading good books that, um, that feed, feed our minds so that we are thinking good thoughts repetitively, um, listening to good things on our iPods if we're, you know, going for a run or we're um, in the car, feeding our self-esteems and, and in turn that has a ripple effect. You know, when we're thinking good thoughts, uh, when we're living with a, you know, an attitude of gratitude, that influences our relationship mm. and, um, you know, makes that um, nurtured as well. And so there's a lot of benefit in um, all of those things that we can do to keep ourselves emotionally centred and, and centred with our partner as well. Yeah, such a mental Excellent. thing is such a, um, um, a very important issue. I think a lot of people, if you're going to spend, the people are listening who are going to spend the time to make sure they do everything right for conception, they're going to be the people who are, should be thinking about things like, are we, do we really want to have a baby right now in their life? Is, you know, is their career path, um, you know, 
open for the opportunity for um, having a baby or is financially are we prepared to have a baby so those are all the thoughts that's got to go through and be, become part of the family's conversation because if one partner is ready and the other one's not there's going to be some conflict emotionally and I think that can cause a lot of internal stress as well but you know that might be unconscious um, but and really cause that stress there so I think you know people need to really do address the mental aspect which is a really key mm. component yeah, yeah absolutely and um, you know in some of the blogs that I'm writing on the on these topics um, and you guys will have access to those what I will include with that is some of the books that I've found have been such a gift in my life that I often refer to you know just if I'm having a week where I need to get my headspace back on track um, there'll be books that I refer to and I read certain sections so I'm happy to put those um, those names and authors into a blog as well yeah, great. Thanks. Well, let's let's lead people into that particular blog. Jen, your website is welladjusted.me. So it's w e double dot me. And so wow. you have a blog there. Um, <laughs> it's I'm glad it's I spelled sharp. that right. That's amazing. Uh, that, that's pretty tough for me. You did well. Good, good for you, team. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> spelled something right. So um, you're going to be doing some blog post you told us uh, on on preconception uh, in the next couple of weeks so uh, please make sure you do check that out i think you have a blog that you got tons of stuff i mean so much stuff so much There's stuff there is worth of blogs there and you know I, I write those because um you know parents will email me and not just within australia but overseas because you know with the way um book, books are now you know people are obviously um, wanting to do the best that they can, so they're, they're gaining access to, to books and all sorts of resources. So I guess the blogs have come about from working with couples um, in practice but then by email for the last five, six years. So there's a whole range of topics there in regards to, to health and well-being. And um, I'm sure that, you know, if your um, audience have different questions, then there's topics that will, you know, probably be there about those <laughs> questions. Oh, fantastic! Well, Jen, thank I actually you. just finish. I actually just just to finish. I never knew what blog stood for. I used to think it was bucket loads of good something, <laughs> right? And so that's what I used to. Yes. And when you, <laughs> I had no idea, right? So when you go to Jen's site, you'll get bucket loads of good stuff, and it's amazing. So check it all out because it's really good. That's it. I'm the quantity queen. Yeah, there's definitely a uh, wealth Thanks, of information. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so yeah. for, th for those of you, um, I mean, well, just the baby, the, um, babies, the book is uh, fantastic and is a great resource really? for anybody uh, for, in any stage of pregnancy, uh, pre and during, after. Uh, and so definitely get a hold of uh, that book in your local bookstore or from your local chiropractor. I'm sure most chiropractors do carry that book in their bookshelf to sell. So The good chiros do. Yeah, oh, the good ones. <laughs> 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 Terrific. Thanks, guys. And I'll make sure I have those blogs available on, on all the topics we talked about tonight. Well, thank you very much, Jen. Thank you for your time and uh, thanks for your expertise on this on this topic on preconception and fertility. Like always, guys, join us on thewellnessguys.com each week. Uh, leave your comments below this particular episode and tell us what you think. Tell us what you think about Jen. Tell us what, any tips that you may have and uh, what you have tried as well for conception make sure you check us out on facebook because that's where we keep our conversations going and follow us on twitter sign up sign up for each notice of each episode and make sure you subscribe to us on itunes until next week begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show